Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. I uh, hope you're having a wonderful day. Hope your languages are going from strength to strength. I am sitting here recording in my home studio. It is a miserable, wet day here in London. It feels like it should be in the middle of February or something. But that is what you get when you live in London. So <laughs> that's what's going on here. If the rain is pounding against the window, um, then you know uh, what's going on. Don't worry, it's not a leaking roof. It is um, just London weather. So there we are. Um, if you're new here, well, thanks for checking out the podcast. Um, be sure to subscribe on your phone or wherever you get your podcasts so that you get new episodes delivered to you. I often make that mistake, actually, of finding a new podcast and I like it, but I don't hit subscribe. And then I, I realise six months later that I've forgotten about it because the new episodes haven't been downloading. So make sure you subscribe to this if you if you enjoy it. Okay, I thought I'd read out a quick um, review here from the from from iTunes, which is uh, just to thank some many of you guys who have been leaving leaving uh, positive reviews and don't get enough recognition from me. So here we go. Here is uh, Jib who said, I've been really getting into Ollie's podcasts recently. As an avid language learner and someone who lives life in a second language in a country that isn't their own, I really see the value in these podcasts. For me, the best thing is listening to another intelligent person speak. They are so rare and hard to come by these days. Jib, thank you so much. You left that review a long time ago. It was like a year ago, but if you're still listening, then well, I guess I'm, I must be doing my job properly. So um, thank you very much. And it's great to have you as a, as a listener. All right, then I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, the wonderful italki. Italki is the best place on the internet to get quality speaking partners, to get conversation partners, speaking tutors, professional tutors, pronunciation coaches, grammar experts, whatever it is, whatever kind of human help you need with your language learning, italki is the place to do that. And you can get a free lesson by going to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson. All right, then we're going to go right all the way over to Canada for today's question. Hi, Ollie. My name is Ashlyn and I'm from Canada. I have a question about learning languages on a budget. I am graduating from college in two weeks. I'm very excited about it. And now that I have a lot more spare time, I'd like to focus on learning Mandarin Chinese, which has been a goal of mine for quite a while. Because I'm still on a student budget, I don't have a lot of extra money for my hobbies. So I'm wondering which resources you would recommend investing in and which I could maybe find online for either a good price or for free. Would you recommend maybe time with a tutor or textbooks or like a language learning program? And which of those would you say aren't as important? For context, my goal is to be able to have a basic conversation and to read basic science, enough to say function on the mainland China or in Taiwan, for example. Thank you so much for taking the time to answer my question. Hey, Ashlyn, thank you very much for getting in touch and thank you for a lovely question. Um, I'm sure that lots of people will be interested in this as well, learning a language on a budget. And the good news is that there's tons and tons of stuff that you can get pretty much for free. And uh, I'll run through all of that and exactly what I would recommend in a second. I, I, th I think I want to start off, though, by saying more broadly, and this doesn't necessarily apply in your situation, Ashlyn, but for a lot of people, I think it's important to 
put free into context because a lot of the time I, I see I get questions and I see people um, asking for you know the best free resources and and and, and for learning a language and, and stuff like that. And I think the truth is, you know, if you look around hard enough, there are you know some of the best resources out there are probably free. You know, but you see, ultimately, what matters is not whether it's free or whether you pay for it, but it's like whether you're motivated to use it. And I think people often underestimate the amount, the, the effect that actually investing in language learning material actually has. I know this is true for me. People have given me all kinds of free stuff over the years. People send me books. People send me courses. They give me like free subscript, lifetime subscriptions to apps and things like that for for review. And I'm sure all of us have got like PDFs and things sitting on our desktop that we've we got for free. Um, but then, of course, when you get this stuff for free, what happens? You don't tend to value it so much because you got it for free. And so as a result, you don't tend to to use it. And a lot of people are like this. There's a big sort of psychological question there. And now there are, well, there'll be plenty of people who are the opposite, plenty of people who can sort of get something free and then dedicate themselves completely to it and they get the same result, in which case, fantastic. But I think it's important for people to realise, if, you know, if, you, if you're someone who has the budget to invest in in training or courses or, or lessons or whatever it may be, don't underestimate the value of doing that. Because if you're anything like me, the act of actually investing in something and paying for something is ultimately what kind of spurs me forward to to take it seriously because i'll be thinking to myself right you know what i've just invested money in this i've got to take it seriously and it doesn't really make much sense to think like that but think like that i do and i know lots of people are the same so ashton this isn't directed at you but um i there's something i wanted to say in, in, in general because it it can be the case that you can get the same quality material that's free or that you pay for but you take much more seriously the stuff that you pay for. Um, and anyway, you get the point, right? That's that's <laughs> just something I wanted to say about that. Now, having said that, let's assume that, Ashton, you are super motivated and it doesn't matter where the material comes from. Um, if it's completely free, you're going to give it just the same level of, con- of concentration, of focus, and you're going to get the, the exact same benefits out of it. So... Mandarin Chinese. This this advice pretty much the advice I'm going to give now pretty much goes for any language, um, but I think it's particularly important for Mandarin, and you'll see why in just a second. So, I would go down to your local library, and you will be if you haven't been there before, you will be amazed at the amount of stuff in there. Now, I, d- I don't know what it's like in the particular part of Canada that you are. I don't know what your public libraries are like, um, but even here in the UK, where public libraries are just being massacred, um, cut back, closed. <laughs> all this stuff, you you can still find a fairly substantial language section in public libraries. The, the, I haven't been to the, the, the library near where I live now, but where I used to live was um, one of the sort of poorest parts of the country, actually, in the Isle of Dogs in, uh, in uh, East London. Not the kind of place where you'd expect to have an amazing library. But uh, I went to the local library there, and they had tons of language courses, of all shapes and sizes and kinds and, and you know, audio, all, all that stuff. And you can just borrow it all for free. So I was quite taken aback by that. And I've since kind of you know, posted some pictures on Instagram and everyone, everyone, lots of people replied saying, yeah, like local libraries are an, are an amazing resource. And of course, that's what libraries are for. Uh, so I would just take a trip down to your local library. And if 
it might be the case that, you know, if you live in a, in provincial Canada, actually, it might be the case that you need to go to your nearest big city and go to the library there. But wh- whatever it is, like find out where your uh, big local library is, go down there and browse through the courses and just choose a complete Mandarin course, whatever it is, kind of, whether it's complete Mandarin, teach yourself Mandarin, whatever, whatever is out there, have a look at all the different books and choose one that you like the look and feel of. Make sure it comes with audio for obvious reasons. And then I would go home with that book and I would work through it from cover to cover. This is the great thing about beginner courses in general. Just like, um, like, for example, my uncovered courses, we have Spanish uncovered, French uncovered, Italian uncovered, German uncovered. I, I, when I set about creating a course like that, I aim the, the reason that it's a complete course and it's fairly expensive as well is because it's totally comprehensive. So basically what you get with those courses is that someone has sat down and thought through everything that you need to know, right? And so with, and with most commercially available textbooks, it's, it's exactly the same. So there's no need for you to kind of go off and just get hundreds of things because as a beginner, any decent textbook is going to have everything that you need in it. All right. So simply go to your local library, get hold of a good textbook. And then your job then, Ashlyn, is to have the discipline to go home, sit down with that textbook and then study it um, like through to the end. And I would say go through to the end because it's just the kind of mental discipline of completing something is really important because otherwise you're going to get distracted by things like Duolingo and whatever everybody else uses, uh, which are kind of fun. But it's not in depth. It won't teach you much. Um, you have huge holes in what you're learning. And so I much prefer the kind of discipline of just going through a textbook because you know by the time you get to the end, you're going to have a really well-rounded knowledge and a really solid grounding in the language. So just do that. Like the one thing, keep it simple. Now, the other thing I would add to that is I would go and find a language exchange partner or two or three. Or more, whatever. Sometimes you've got to find quite a few in order to find the the one who, who really gels with you. But being on a budget, language exchanges are great. I mean, even, to be honest, even if you're not on a budget, language exchanges are great because you just get to spend time, you know, face-to-face time with a real person, which is which is cool. And being in Canada, you're going to have tons of Mandarin speakers around you, I imagine, Ashlyn. So go on to language, uh, what is it, conversationexchange.com mylanguageexchange.com. You could use HelloTalk or Tandem to find people near you. And I would I would actually aim to go on there and aim to find a, a conversation partner face-to-face who you can then go, go off and meet. And if you've got time, you can go and meet these conversation partners, you know, two or three times a week, maybe some, maybe a different person each time. Um, and then, but then what your aim for that is to get them to help you practice the stuff that you're learning in your textbook, right? So if you've just completed module one of teach yourself Mandarin and you've learned to introduce yourself, well, with your conversation partner, then you go and you practice, guess what? Introducing yourself. And uh, that's, that's what you do. Now, the reason this is particularly important for Mandarin is that pronunciation is a big deal in Mandarin. It's different from learning, say, Spanish. Not that Spanish pronunciation is easy, but Mandarin presents a whole bunch of different challenges. You've got different sounds, different, the phonetics are different. You've got tones to get, to wrap your head around. And so it's really important with Mandarin that someone is kind of giving you feedback on your pronunciation right from the beginning. You don't want to just 
See, the big danger with just going through a textbook by itself is that you get no feedback and you could be making all kinds of horrendous pronunciation errors, which we don't want. Now, ideally, you would go to a professional teacher and have them help you with your pronunciation. But I think if you if you have a, a conversation partner who's, you know, educated and smart, then they they should be able to help you just as well. You know, and at a very basic level, you can just ask them to kind of help help walk through the spoken bits of the textbook with you, just help you kind of practice. And anyone who's just you know minimally um, smart is going to be able to help you do just that. And obviously, in return, then you help them practice English. So I think that that kind of dual pronged approach of you're having a textbook from your local library to give you your base content to help you grow your knowledge in the language, combined with a language exchange partner to help you um, to help you speak, to help give you feedback on how you're doing with your speaking and your pronunciation. If that's all you did, you would make great progress. And it, then it's just down to your motivation. You know, if you're motivated to go through your textbook, if you're motivated to actually meet these speaking partners a few times a week, within a few months, you're going to be doing really well. So that's exactly what I would recommend. Um, we will, we have a bunch of, on my website, on IWillTeachYourLanguage.com, we have a bunch of Chinese-related uh, articles as well that can help you. If you go to my website and you go to, you go up to the menu to teach me Chinese, then you'll find a bunch of things there that can give you some additional kind of learning tips, things that you probably wouldn't find in a, in a textbook. And so that can kind of be your kind of guiding guiding light if you want guiding ideas and all of that's completely free as well so there you go that's mandarin for free all it's going to cost you is a lot of time but you already knew that so uh, <laughs> so there we go all right so thank you very much for your question if you would like to ask me a question please go to i will teach you a language.com forward slash ask ask and there's a widget there where you can uh, leave me a question and at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And I mentioned um, just now these the articles on, on, on Chinese that we work very hard to put out on the blog. I haven't really mentioned this stuff very much. So what I'd like you to do right now is go over to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com and in the menu, you're going to find a little... Gonna, the first thing on the menu is going to say, Teach Me. And that'll, that'll open a drop-down menu where you can select from any of the languages that we that we have and i want you to select the language that you're learning and have a browse of what's there you'll find articles you'll find um, tips you'll find courses and products and books and things like that that i've written lots of stuff that i've been working very very hard in the background to produce me and and and, and the team who who i have here who, who are you know i who are tasked with with going out and helping me produce this this quality content. I kind of just realized that I put so much work into making this stuff, but don't really ever talk about it on the podcast. So if you haven't visited the website for some time, just go ahead and do that. Go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com. Go to the Teach Me menu. Um, scroll to the language that you're learning. And just see what we've got there, because there's a whole bunch of stuff there that's, that we've worked really hard to do. I, I, I would like to think it's a, among some of the best stuff that's out there. Advice for whatever it may be how to learn verb conjugations, how to master Chinese tones, you name it, we've got it there. Uh, so just have a browse around, see what you think, and let me know. <laughs> All right then, thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you back in the next episode of the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you do enjoy the podcast, then you're going to love some of the email courses that I've created. These are completely free email courses, which are written specifically for different languages and different levels. I've spent years writing these things. So whether you are a intermediate Spanish learner or a French beginner or Japanese advanced, whatever it may be, I've got email courses that give you some of my best tips for learning those languages at different levels. So whether you're struggling with how to get started, whether you want to know how to understand native speakers when they're talking really quickly at you, whether you want to get better at learning grammar, I've got stuff for you that I send out completely free over email. If you'd like to get these tips, then please go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips. That's IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll get them sent out to you right away.